0: Get ready for a revelation ride, God Chasers. This is Evan Evans welcoming you to another power-packed episode of the God Chaser Podcast. Today we're diving headlong into a topic often demonized yet deeply misunderstood, biblical spiritual warfare. But don't tune out yet. Accurate insight on this issue brings keys vital for every believer's victory and destiny. Many people think spiritual warfare is imaginary, but the Bible teaches that the forces working against God's kingdom and followers are real. There is an evil being called Satan or the devil who wants to ruin our lives and relationship with God. This enemy has existed for a very long time on a mission to cause harm. Yet there is good news. Jesus Christ has already defeated this enemy. By understanding this and using the spiritual weapons and armor that the Bible tells us about, we can be victorious over every attack the devil launches. Even though the devil tries to harm us, We can walk in triumph because Jesus has won the war against this adversary. The Bible gives us what we need to stand strong against the attacks that come our way. Get ready for eye-popping teaching as we explore together the identity and operations of the spiritual adversary. Why insight into the unseen world matters tremendously. The real and powerful spiritual weapons and armor God provides. How you can walk in practical victory in your daily life. If you want radical empowerment to thrive as an overcomer, you're in the right place. Let revelation transform how you follow Jesus every day.
1: Welcome to the God Chaser podcast, the ultimate destination for those yearning to cultivate a passionate, intimate relationship with God. Join your host, Evan Evans, as he explores the depths of scripture, shares inspiring testimonies, and provides practical guidance to help you become a true God chaser. Discover the transformative power of pursuing God's presence and be inspired to reignite your spiritual journey. Subscribe now on Apple Podcasts and get ready to embark on an adventure that will change your life forever. Welcome to the God Chaser Podcast. Let the chase begin.
0: The reality of spiritual warfare. I'll never forget the lightbulb moment reading Ephesians chapter 6 when Paul states plainly, We are not just fighting against people. Our main battles are against demonic rulers and evil spirits of the unseen world. We wrestle against powerful forces of darkness in heavenly places. I was shocked when I read this. Paul says our struggles are mostly spiritual, not just physical or political. We fight against invisible enemies trying to disconnect people from God. Now I understood why. Even when I tried my best, I kept facing problems like addiction relapses, ongoing anger, and money issues. Paul says evil spirits fuel troubles like these to trap people. A few verses later, Paul tells believers to put on God's full armor to stand against these unseen enemies. It's like finding invisible pollution in your home. You need protection against it. Scripture teaches that demons are angels who rebelled against God along with Satan. They operate like Satan's army to trap people in hardship and disconnect them from God's love. They especially attack believers. For example, addictions that keep pulling someone back despite trying to quit are often demonic attacks targeting a vulnerability. When feelings like extreme envy, inferiority, or bitterness plague people's thoughts, evil spirits may be at work stealing joy and ruining relationships. Even problems like racism, family abuse, or church divisions sometimes involve demonic powers blinding hearts and influencing people to do evil. Know your enemy, understanding the adversary. Learning about our enemy, the devil, helps us detect and defeat his plans. The Bible reveals truths about this opponent of gods who goes by names like Satan or devil. By exploring these names, we can uncover his schemes. From the deception in Eden to tempting Jesus, this evil being always fights against God's purposes. He is the father of lies, John chapter 8, verse 44, spreading falsehood that ruins lives. Bible names and images describing his attacks include Serpent. Just as a deadly snake injects lethal venom, Satan's lies infect hearts and spread soul-decaying untruths. His cunning words twist truth to breed distrust and rebellion against God. Father of lies. Deception is his native language. Today, he still disguises sin's harm using media, politics, and distorted doctrine. He makes spiritual poison seem sweet. Roaring Lion. This shows his vicious appetite to demolish faith like a wild animal consuming victims. He devours things like marriages, ministries, and hope. Tempter. He tricks curious minds toward forbidden fruit, making compromise seem appealing though it poisons destiny. He promises satisfaction but only brings futility. Prince of Demons. As general over battalions working to ruin humans, He assigns customized attacks targeting weaknesses. While clearly powerful, this defeated enemy no longer controls our destiny in Christ. Now we can tear down his lies using God's truth, walking free as overcomers. Accusation and Condemnation Schemes of the Devil We need to recognize the devil's role in the destructive thoughts and patterns fueling personal crises and societal breakdown. Let's trace the roots back to him. For example, resentment and revenge after being wronged often flow from a demonic spirit of anger influencing things. Scripture shows Satan successfully stirred up Cain to murder Abel out of jealousy. He provoked David to conduct an immoral census from unchecked rage. Likewise, when condemning lies flood our thoughts attacking our worth, the father of lies wants us doubting our identity in Christ. As Jesus declared, he is a liar and the father of lies. Skewering us with falsehoods is textbook Satan. Even violence between people groups, wars, and societal chaos often originate from demonic forces. James chapter four verse one shows murderous passions spring from within when Satan and demons plant seeds of greed, hatred, and lust in human hearts, orchestrating disasters through evil rulers' choices. Ephesians 6.12 reveals the powers behind earthly conflicts are actually evil spiritual forces controlling world systems. As commander, Satan maneuvers demon armies to fuel descent into violent chaos. Clearly, our true wrestle is less with humans than organized evil aiming through deception, accusation, and temptation to kill, steal, and destroy. Exposing the devil's schemes is key to overcoming his attacks as we take our stand in the Spirit's power. Jesus calling Satan the ruler of this world, John 12:31, reveals who's really running the corrupt world systems opposing God's kingdom. It's Satan himself. Though God remains ultimately in control, he has allowed Satan temporary power over things like governments, financial systems, and centers of influence. 1 John 5:19's warning that the whole world is under the control of the evil one shows how far Satan's rule stretches over world institutions under his leadership society reflects things like governments systems founded on greed oppression racism rejection of god's values satan raises up violent rulers to further his evil goals wars and violence the bible exposes wars and societal unrest flowing from the immoral desires satan inflames in people's hearts he relishes instability and death economics Revelation depicts Babylon as a symbol of the corrupt economy that makes the rich richer by exploiting the poor. This damaging system bears Satan's fingerprints. So while tragic, there is design behind the world's brokenness. Satan has been administrating global society in revolt against God. But the crucifixion has eternally defeated Satan. His rule continues only a short while longer before Christ dismantles his regimes and judges him. This guaranteed hope compels us to keep overcoming Satan's tactics until Christ returns to establish perfect leadership and justice on the earth forevermore. From the beginning, falsely accusing and slandering righteous people has been key activity for Satan, hence his name meaning adversary and accuser. In Job 1, 2, he baselessly accuses Job's character seeking to crush him. Zechariah 3 shows Satan condemning the high priest Joshua before heaven's court. Revelation 12 reveals Satan as the accuser accusing believers before God day and night. Ceaselessly magnifying our weaknesses represents the adversary's specialty. Why? Because convincing believers of unforgivableness short circuits receiving grace, dragging people into defeat. This explains overwhelming post-failure feelings. Surely God rejects me now, he whispers. But Scripture affirms counterwise. Romans 8, 2 declares, No condemnation for those in Christ. And Revelation 12 proclaims in our failures, they overcame by the Lamb's blood. For example, after losing your temper, Satan bombards thoughts. You call yourself a Christian yet keep acting this way. After sexual sin, he hisses, you'll never break this. Once a hypocrite, always a hypocrite. Accusations intensify until we feel irredeemable. But we simply yet firmly must declare and believe His grace washes whiter still. No schemes revoke our adoption. Just as Christ erased sin's record, we must stand above foul accusations intent on causing breakdown. By faith it is finished. Let it be done according to his word. Another tragic scheme involves the devil inciting resentment, bitterness, and unforgiveness to unravel lives through these spirits' destruction. Scripture exposes this and reveals the protection. We see Satan skillfully provoke murderous rage, Cain killing Abel in jealousy, and David ordering revenge from wounded pride. Inflaming grudges serves the enemy's ends of destroying people. Scripture warns against nurturing, festering bitterness, tearing apart families. As Ephesians 4.26 notes, unchecked anger instead of released through forgiveness provides terrain for deeper demonic infection. How? Unresolved pain and anger yield a foothold, legal access upon a person's life, for greater satanic havoc across generations destroyed by isolation and resentment. This foothold fuels successive patterns of violence, addiction, poverty, sickness, plaguing certain families lacking vigilance against the prowling lion seeking to steal, kill, and destroy. But Scripture reveals defenses. As believers, we ready ourselves to forgive, even blessing enemies and overcoming evil with good per Romans 12. For as Christ forgave without limit, so must we block footholds of access. Where bitterness takes root, the adversary succeeds in ruining life, hope, and legacies. But through the cross, we walk in authority to annul the darkness. One of Satan's most dangerous tactics against believers involves insinuating doubts about God's character and ways to erode our trust and intimacy with God. Noticing the patterns equips us to recognize the attacks and fearlessly dismantle them through prayer and scripture. This ploy traces back to Eden and the crafty serpent-posing challenges like, did God really say? Which birthed confusion and distrust toward God's intentions starting with Eve. The ramifications continue today. We still face the insinuation, a loving God wouldn't allow suffering, which plants suspicion, maybe he lacks complete goodness or control, or the lie that people only experience distance from God because of some unworthiness. Such drops of distrust, if not repelled, escalate eroding vital affection for Christ. The enemy knows undermining our revelation of the loving Father and confidence in His paths for our lives quickly dismantles spiritual vitality. But Scripture warns against projecting corrupted judgments on the Builder of all things. Rather than swallow false depictions of divine cruelty when encountering trials, mature hearts declare, Though He slay me, yet will I trust him? Yes, recognizing the accuser's lies paints the way forward. In this way, we walk as more than conquerors, disabling Satan's ploys through doubt of God himself. The battle is already won by Jesus. Colossians 2.15 tells us Jesus disarmed these enemies, triumphing over them publicly through the cross. Satan now is a fleeing, defeated enemy with no power except what people ignorantly give him not realizing the authority they have in Christ. Jesus explained in Luke 10, 19, I have given you authority to trample on snakes and scorpions, symbolic of evil spirits, and over all the enemy's power. As believers united to Jesus, we share in his total victory and authority over every dark power. God the Father has delivered us from darkness into Jesus' kingdom of light. Colossians 1:13. So we can resist the enemy's attacks in Jesus' name, just as Jesus resisted Satan's temptations by quoting scripture. James 4, 7 promises, Resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Next, let's explore the incredible spiritual weapons and armor God gave us to stand firm, our weapons and armor. We know we're in a genuine spiritual battle, but also that Jesus has won the war. As believers, we can resist and overcome attacks through Christ's authority. Thankfully, Scripture gives us spirit-powered weapons and armor so we can stand firm. They may sound symbolic, but have very real power for stopping Satan. Let's overview them. Belt of Truth Quoting Scripture dispels deception just as Jesus corrected Satan's lies, declaring, It is written. Anchoring in God's Word protects from trickery. Recalling truth exposes condemning thoughts as Satan's lies to reject. Breastplate of righteousness. This armor guards our heart from accusation. It's not our own goodness but Christ's righteousness given to us. Resting in Jesus' work, not our flawed performance, deflects condemnation. Gospel of Peace Shoes. These shoes provide sure footing and readiness to share the gospel which carries power. Peace comes knowing our salvation rests secure in Christ through grace, not our working. This leaves no opening for anxiety over security. Shield of Faith Scripture symbolizes this shield extinguishing the enemy's flaming arrows. Temptations, lies, doubts. Trusting God's faithful promises deflects every attack. Faith is what Satan hates most, because God honors it with victory. Helmet of Salvation This helmet protects our thoughts where Satan plants temptation and deception. Focusing on saving truths, our freedom and identity in Christ, guards our minds. Sword of the Spirit. This powerful offensive weapon is God's living active word. Just as Jesus countered Satan by quoting scripture, we too can wield God's word to cut through attacks daily. God promises his word always succeeds. Prayer in the Spirit. Surrounding the armor is continual spirit-led prayer, keeping our connection to God's power and protection strong. Praying according to God's will bolsters defenses. Jesus said, Watch and pray so you won't enter temptation. Through prayer, Satan is overwhelmed. Now that we can resist the devil, James 4, 7 says, he will flee from you. But we must actively keep resisting, walking daily by faith in our authority and God's word so Satan can't regain influence. Here are practical tips for applying victory daily. 1. Intentionally set your mind on God's truths, not earthly anxieties. Capture stray condemning or bitter thoughts. Meditate on your identity in Christ, which aligns with his victory. 2. Don't let bitterness, unforgiveness, or anger take root, which Scripture warns provides openings for more harm. Deal with conflicts and offenses biblically. Be quick to forgive and reconcile which closes doors to the devil. 3. Stay continually filled with and submitted to the Holy Spirit's control. This is crucial for discernment, powerful prayer, grasping Scripture, and obedience. 4. Never stop putting on God's full armor daily. As Ephesians 6 describes, walk by faith in Christ's authority over you. God has equipped you thoroughly to fulfill His will and overcome enemy attacks so you can thrive for His glory. I hope this has ignited passion to walk in the victory and authority Jesus purchased. Let's live confidently as more than conquerors. And remember to always seek after God. Remember to always share this good news because people need to hear about the power they have in Christ. Until next time, this is Evan Evans. Stay blessed. This episode of the God Chaser podcast is proudly sponsored by God Chaser Apparel, the clothing line designed to empower and inspire your spiritual journey.
1: Are you a God Chaser at heart? Do you want to share your passion for pursuing God with the world? God Chaser Apparel has got you covered, literally. With a wide range of stylish, high quality clothing and accessories, you can wear your faith proudly and spark conversations about your pursuit of God's presence. From bold statement tees to cozy hoodies, sleek hats, and much more, God Chaser Apparel has something for everyone. Plus, every purchase supports our mission to inspire and encourage fellow believers on their journey toward a deeper relationship with Christ. Visit godchaser.faith today to explore our collection and find the perfect piece to express your passion for God. God Chaser Apparel, where faith meets fashion and the pursuit of God's presence becomes a lifestyle. Don't miss out. Head to godchaser.faith now and start wearing your faith boldly.
0: May you not just chase God, but find Him in the blessings big and small that He has in store for you. And there we have it, folks. Another episode of God Chaser wrapped up. We hope you've been blessed by today's discussion, and we look forward to diving into more life-transforming topics with you in the future. Stay blessed and keep chasing after God.